Welcome to the Realty Chronicles, a real estate podcast for people who hate real estate podcasts. And we are your unlicensed laugh therapists. Laugh with us or laugh at us. I don't care. Just listen. I'm your host, Taylor McClure. I'm your co-host, Kimberly Scott. And I stayed at a Motel 6 last night. (laughs) And I'm Travis. And I'm Travis Wilson. <laughs> Why? That was what? perfect. Can you not, you can so ed- good. You can edit it, right? Um. Okay. So we're waiting on Kimberly, and I thought it would be neat because I found this article: thirty-eight weird and wacky real estate facts that are actually true. We don't know if they're true, but I've heard that if it's on the internet, it has to be real. Mm-hmm. Usually, that's the case. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, do you care to hear any of these, or? I would. Some of them are good. Yeah, I'd love to hear those. All right, 38 weird and wacky real estate facts that are actually true. This is from theclothes.com. So I've never seen the website, but here we are. Number one, New York requires sellers to disclose that their property is haunted. Uh, It made its way, a case made its way all the way to the New York State Supreme Court. Um, And they've decided that they have to sign a separate disclosure if they do, in fact, believe the property's haunted. What if North Carolina did that? What if, like... I would just ignore it. Like, (laughs) it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. What... Is there, like, a separate inspection that you can do? Like, because I know here you (laughs) do, like... the Ghostbusters? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you got to bring the Ghostbusters Uh in. Yeah, someone comes in with, like, an infrared light and... How do you determine... Yeah that the house is haunted. Mm-hmm. And if you don't disclose that, how would a buyer come back and sue you <laughs> and say, hey, this is New York state law. You should have disclosed that this is haunted. Like, how do you prove that a house is haunted? Oh, no. I don't know. Um, you can probably guess this one. I think I mentioned this one earlier. The most expensive zip code in the United States. What state do you think it's in? I think I told you anyway. Um, you should either- not. It's probably California, but I wonder what area. Is it like, um, does it say what county? Like, um, It tells the zip code, and it says the the name. Yeah. Okay. What's the zip code? 94027. Well, I'll just tell you now, because I'm going to say it wrong anyway. It says Atherton, California. A- is it Atherton or Atherton? Probably Atherton. Atherton. You know where I that have... is? No, I've never heard of that before let me see (laughs) that's because it's the most expensive one in the united states of course you're not going to hear about it atherton i mean you did have like two closings on the same day last week so (laughs) you know you might be there oh okay that makes sense it looks um it says it's in the san francisco bay area yeah median Mm -hmm. price you ready for this median price in 2022 just a cool nine million. Oh, okay. You know, that's just yeah. you know just the median price, and mm-hmm. that was in 2022. So I don't know now. Yeah. I know a lot of people are leaving California. Maybe that's going down. Maybe that area specifically continues to go up. Mm-hmm. You know it's what's so funny? Like I've been there before, and it's not like that nice of an area. Really? Yeah. I mean, not that I can remember. I. Maybe you weren't in. The $9 million yeah, media. Maybe area. I wasn't in 94027. Maybe you were in like the $7 million area, you yeah. know, which clearly isn't going to mm-hmm. be as nice as the $9 million. Yeah. Um, all right. How about this one? Number three, San Francisco was built on sunken ships. All right. So it says during the California gold rush, 
prospectors sailed to California from all around the world, but once they made it, they would abandon their ships, you know, in hopes of finding gold. So they say a lot of the jails, houses, hotels were built with uh, the wood from these ships. Hmm. Especially they were saying some of them would <laughs> sink like right there at the coast, I guess. So they mm-hmm. would, or some would be burned in a fire and they would take what they could. Hmm. That's so it says a lot of it is built off of that. Yeah. That's cool. And it says an estimated 70 ships lie buried under some of the most expensive real estate in the world. Oh, wow. So that's interesting. That's cool. Um, number four, again, on the weird and wacky real estate facts that are actually true. At least according to this article, that's what they say. <laughs> the world's tallest and largest private home is in Mumbai, India. The world's tallest and largest private home. It's 27 stories tall. It was built in 2010. It's got a 168-car garage, three helipads, swimming pools, health spa, ballroom, nine high-speed elevators. <laughs> what is a high-speed elevator? Like, how fast are you wanting to go in an elevator? That's on my bucket list now, though, that's for sure. <laughs> I don't want to go up or down that fast in an elevator. Anyway, 27 Have you ever done that where on. you, like, jump in an elevator on the yeah. way down? And... It freaks me out, man. I'm not a big fan of elevators. I don't like planes i don't like cruises really hmm. so you just I, don't like enjoying mo- your life <laughs> i don't like moving quicker than you <laughs> should I, I don't know um uh, on this episode of more things <laughs> travis doesn't like <laughs> we're still looking yeah. for something he does <laughs> yeah now if you ask me for coffee and i'm in an elevator it's like the ultimate i just hate it <laughs> um all right this one's interesting um in hong kong many buildings skip the fourth floor so evidently the idea behind this, there's some builders in the United States that mm-hmm. supposedly skip the like the level 13th 13. floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, evidently in Hong Kong, there's a lot of builders that skip the fourth floor that it's supposedly unlucky. Hmm. So interesting. They believe that the number itself brings bad luck. Then it says transversely, the eighth floor is actually considered rather lucky and typically goes for a higher price tag. Hmm. In Chinese, the word for sounds similar to the word for death. That's what this article says. I couldn't imagine paying more to be on the eighth floor because it's lucky. I know. Like, could you imagine some listing for like a lease on that? And they're like, and this one's on the eighth floor. Yeah. So this is a premium. (laughs) Yeah. There's no high speed elevators in that one. You got to walk up eight floors. Um, This is probably the worst one on here so far. It just says... There's a surprising number of laws about bathtubs. Hmm. And I didn't realize this, but and I'm not going to go through all of these, but they give a few examples. They said if you have a donkey in your bathtub in Brooklyn, it's illegal. Um, or if you have a gator in your tub in Arkansas, it's illegal. And you're not allowed to have a horse in a clawfoot bathtub in South Carolina. Okay, well, yeah, I think I'm going to be safe. This one makes no sense to me. And you know how some of these laws have like the old, Mm -hmm. I don't know, they're just old laws and they had a weird reason. Now they don't really make sense. It says that you technically, legally can't bathe after 10 p.m. in this city in Ohio. It's P-I-Q-U-A. Piqua. Piqua. I don't know. (laughs) And it says you must be fully clothed to take a bath in Portland, Oregon. And it's technically still illegal 
to take a bath in Virginia. That's what it says. Is it legal to take a bath? It says, at least in most places, you can have a bathtub in your house. It's technically still illegal in Virginia. That one, somebody look that up. That's exactly what it says. Somebody hmm. look that up I wonder who, and email us at the Real Tea Chronicles. I guarantee this Gmail. one person in uh, Virginia, there uh, the reason they wrote that law is because this guy would bathe every <laughs> single like yeah. bath with windows wide open. It makes me think of uh, ugly naked guy off Friends. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I wasn't a big Friends fan. I'll probably lose some people over that, but I was never a big Friends guy. Um, all right, here's one. The thinnest house in the world is in Warsaw, Poland. At its th- narrowest point, it's only 28 inches wide, and it's uh, just over four feet at the widest. But it's 30 feet of height, so that's interesting. How do you even fit a bed? Like if the It says they somehow managed to fit a bedroom, bathroom, kitchen, and a small two-beverage refrigerator. In the span of three floors. Wait, two beverage? A two beverage refrigerator. I've never heard of that. What are they doing in Warsaw, Poland? Who's making a two beverage refrigerator? Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. I know. Um, tiny homes are nothing new in England. This is the interesting yet true fact. The smallest house in Great Britain is known as the Quay House. It measures 72 inches across. So that's six feet and 122 inches high, 120 inches deep, built in the 16th century. And it says it's been home to families, plenty of families throughout the generations. Really? I bet that was like a serf's house back in the day. Like, you know, when they had their classes and everything and you had the... <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Like Let me you see were if like, it tells. Uh, like the lowest class and then below that even was the serfs. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say, but it does say the 1600s. It says the most recent occupant was a fisherman named Robert Jones who bought it in 1891 for $27. He lived there for many years. And then it says they condemned the home recently, considering it to be uninhabitable. Mm. But I don't know. It's just weird. That doesn't make sense because it says somebody still lives in it. I'm going to wait for... uh prices to drop that low before i buy again oh yeah i want to buy a house for 27 dollars. just do it just wait it'll be yeah. there mm-hmm. um you might not even have to finance that one. Oh, i know you mm-hmm. just do cash yeah. well maybe i mean if we save just up. like a silver coin yeah. <laughs> it's probably about what silver's trading for right now i don't know i don't keep up with that do you have any silver gold do you really mm-hmm. i need to get some i for the longest time i was really into um like coin collecting and stuff. Um, and I still have like my entire collection basically. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I always loved having silver and gold and all that kind of stuff. My wife has a coin collection from her grandfather. Mm -hmm. There's coins from the 1800s. There's all kinds of neat stuff. I've told her we need to go Mm -hmm. get it checked out at some point. Yeah. But she's like, I'm not going to sell it. So, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, it'd just be good to know. Yeah. Um, this one's really interesting. One lucky winner rejected a life-size replica of the house from The Simpsons. <laughs> Evidently in 1997, here you can see this, Pepsi and Fox ran a contest. They offered a grand prize of a full-size 
accurate down to the fur- furniture version of the Simpsons house. Oh wow! The winner of the contest could take the home for seventy five thousand dollars, and the winner opted for the seventy five thousand cash, turned down the house. I would have. Yeah, the house is probably like a million dollars right now. <laughs> yeah. Trying to see what it even says. It doesn't say what happened to it. Um, I'm sure it's an Airbnb or something now. <laughs> That's interesting. Oh, this is neat. A secret apartment sits atop the Eiffel Tower. Huh. I feel I like I may have heard that before. I did not know that. Can, like, the average public just climb the Eiffel Tower? Are there... Mm-hmm. What, have you been? No. How do you know, then? You just know this stuff? Gosh. I, I'm, yeah, like, you see tourists all oh, the time. Oh, you're homeschooled. Just... You're smarter than me. Duh. I, I forgot. <laughs> Um, I might be weird, but I'm smart, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Can you still rent this? Is this something you can still get? Let me see. Um, Oh, it says they never rented the space to anybody, but they did occasionally entertain, quote, thinkers and artists who inspired the world. Hmm. Who owned it? That's crazy. I don't know. I've never been to the Eiffel Tower. Never been to... Paris is that where it is? You'd have to enjoy yourself Paris? or something, and we know that just can't happen. I'd have to fly. <laughs> I'd have to do so many things that I don't want to do. Yeah, um, I've heard this one before. Sears used to sell mail order homes. Oh yeah, uh huh. You could buy like here's an example of one. The Alabama it was two thousand nine ninety eight. I've seen a few social media posts mm-hmm. where there is actually a Sears home. Yeah, still out there. So it's interesting. I feel like a lot of those homes are still standing mm-hmm. um but yeah that's so cool let's i hate to be annoying with my drink here but we got this what is it the boba tea mm-hmm. or whatever yeah and it's got the little flavor bomb looking things in it mm-hmm. i've got a bunch of them left but i'm out of the liquid and i can't get them through the straw without being extremely loud <laughs> it's like <clears throat> i about choked on it <laughs> i feel like we were just talking about that earlier um, all right, back to the weird and wacky real estate facts. Billionaire Warren Buffett still lives in his modest home in Omaha, Nebraska. Hmm. Did not know that. Uh, at the time this article was written, which I'm not sure I'd have to look, it says he was worth approximately $94 billion, Wow. but likes his home. Um, he bought it in 1958 for 31500 Translates to roughly 250000 today's dollars. Um, but now it's well worth over eight thirty three, and says he's not selling anytime soon. Good gracious! It's sixty five hundred square feet. Oh wow, that's I not a modest. Yeah. I guess it's modest if you've got ninety six million dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing modest about sixty five hundred square feet. Yeah. No, absolutely not. The whole house is like fenced in. It's brick. It's, yeah. It doesn't um, look that big from the picture, though. It says five bedrooms and two and a half bathrooms. That seems... The two and a half baths seem small for 6,500 square feet. hmm But a lot of older houses, like in the 50s and 60s, when I think that said 50s, mm-hmm. you didn't have a lot of bathrooms. Yeah. You see a lot of these old ranch homes that are three bed, one bath. hmm Even yeah. uh, like I've... a four or five bedroom with mm-hmm. one bath. Yeah. But I guess people had outhouses and stuff, too. Yeah. People, yeah. People were much healthier back then. They didn't have to go to the bathroom as often. (laughs) I know you're going to love this one, and I've skipped one or two. I'm not actually going to read all of these. Um, But 
you can stay in Luke Skywalker's boyhood home. I'm not a Star Wars guy, but I know you are. I love I mean, y'all, Star Wars. Like, don't y'all dress your kids up in Star Wars every day? Mm-hmm. And they have Star Wars rooms and Her- well, Harry's, cups. And, Harry's room is Star Wars, but yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, your kids, they're not named anything from Star Wars, right? There's no, no relation there. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. I didn't think so. I mean, it's like, we didn't name him after Harrison Ford. He just happens to share the name Harrison Ford McClure. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, is it Ford? Is his middle name? No, Ford? he he took my middle name. So do you call him? It's, I always say, I try to say it in like an accent, Harry. Mm-hmm. I'm like Harry, because <laughs> the um, not like Harry Potter, but what's the other song? There's like uh, Harry Styles. There's the um, song like As It Was or whatever, mm-hmm. and somebody on it at the beginning is like Harry. They try know. to say Harry. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just makes me think of it every time I say. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, back to your um, living out your fantasy of staying in Luke Skywalker's boyhood home. It's only $60 a night, so good news. I'd just go ahead and take off right now and head that way. Where was it again, though? Um, It is in Tunisia. I don't even Tunisia? think they have an airport. T-U-N-I-S-I. <laughs> you have to fly to another country. Yeah, like, you need like some of the Star Wars technology to get there. Yeah, mm-hmm. But I just yeah. feel like I'm six- not interested if I can't like uh, fly the Millennium Falcon out there. <laughs> Sixty bucks a night though—that's not what I yeah expected. It's not bad at all, but I'll it's be- really not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the most expensive home ever sold in the United States is a penthouse in New York City's Central Park South. I feel like I've seen this listing. I hold on. How much was it? Was it like just what shy of? Two hundred million dollars. It was over. Was it really? Two thirty-eight. Wow. In two thousand nineteen. It I says the guarantee it was listed by Ryan Serhant. It says it was unfinished at the time. Um, mm. Billionaire Ken Griffin, founder and chief executive of the global investment firm Citadel, purchased the penthouse, two twenty Central Park South, for two hundred thirty-eight million in two thousand nineteen. Mm-hmm. Ryan may have had it listed. I don't know. I guarantee you. It, it doesn't his. say. It, you feel like it would almost yeah. have to be being. I saw one similar to that. It wasn't. Um, it was one of those like penthouse suites, and it was listed by Ryan Serhant. I think it, this is just an old article because I think I saw mm-hmm. what you're talking but about. But this one had like, a, like in the actual like unit mm-hmm. had a garage. Like you drive your car into a like wow. industrial elevator. And you like it takes your car up to your uh, penthouse. It's Didn't that sweet. one? Did that one have like a view of Central Park yeah. or something? He, mm-hmm. That might be the um, the highest priced one at this point. I'm not sure. I don't remember what that was listed for. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm gonna skip a couple. The White House is a relatively new invention. Why? Why are they calling the White House an invention? Seems weird. Um, oh, okay. Generations of presidents called the White House home, but they didn't officially call it the White House. They called it the executive residence, executive mansion, or the people's house. Hmm. They maybe should have left it as the people's house. But uh, yeah. anyway, not getting political. <laughs> um, not, it was Theodore Roosevelt who decided to make the White House official in 1901. It is repainted every four to six years to keep that symbolic white which requires a staggering 570 gallons of paint. 
Oh, wow. That's a lot. Will they ever change the White House? Will it always be the White House? Like, what if they just paint it blue one day? I've got I something know. I can... I shouldn't say about that. <laughs> okay. Um, It'll turn into the Rainbow House pretty soon. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Now you're going to get canceled. Yeah. I, what... Rainbow is God's promise. I don't know what. But now you'll what, get canceled for that too. I don't know you what you can't you're win. You're going to be canceled no matter what. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we're like down to the last few here. This one says a Canadian company owns the Mall of America. That it just does? it just says a Canadian company owns the Mall of America. It's owned by oh okay by the group Triple Five Group, a real estate conglomerate based in Edmonton. Alberta, Canada, mm-hmm. which also happens to own the retail complex known as American Dream in New Jersey. Interesting. Hmm. Did you know, this is a sad thing, but it says the massive shopping mecca has its own zip code? Really? Yeah. Wow. That is crazy. Um, <laughs> the iconic Hollywood sign was originally a real estate stunt. That sounds right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. Why, though? Who would be doing that? Oh. It basically says they did it originally to uh, promote the sale of homes and property. Hmm. Interesting. I think my grandpa grew up in Hollywood. When did it say the sign was installed? Mm, 1923. Oh, okay. That was... Hoping the area would provide a, quote, clean, healthful atmosphere mm-hmm. and beautiful outlook of the Hollywood Hills. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. All right. You ready to go back to California? No. (laughs) Hollywood is such a dump. (laughs) I've never been. Don't plan to go. Yeah. You're not missing out on anything. All right. This one, interesting. Russia sold Alaska to the U.S. for two cents per acre. Two cents an acre. Hmm. That's good. And you know they, um, if this would have been listed on like MLS, people would still be lowballing. Yeah, <laughs> like two cents an acre. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I wouldn't give you a half a cent an acre. Yeah, <laughs> it is crazy though to think about like, just to think about that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. How but, many acres is Alaska? Um, it's three hundred and seventy-five million acres, and evidently the United States bought it from Russia in eighteen seventy-six for seven point two million dollars. Or about the equivalent of 126 million today, yeah. Which still seems way overpriced for. (laughs) Really, it seems cheap to me for 375 million acres. I know, but like Alaska, it's 375 million acres. Think about that. Three cities in all of Alaska that's remotely habitable. That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. I have always wanted to go though. I've heard it's beautiful. Oh, this is my favorite thing. We might just end it on this one. I don't know how long have we gone. We've probably gone too long. Uh, <coughs> no, we're only at uh, like 24 minutes. Okay. This one, I've heard this before. We might have even talked about this. McDonald's is a company built on real estate, not burgers. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a there's a whole documentary on it. Um, I want to see that. It was actually pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, they're... Uh, their whole thing, I think, is that McDonald's owns the locations, mm-hmm. and um, 
it's and like a, that's part of like the franchise owner pays a, like a lease payment to McDonald's, but McDonald's actually owns the real estate. Yep. So that's pretty much it. It says the company mm-hmm. retains ownership of each location's land mm-hmm. and charges its franchise owners rent along with the standard royalties and franchise fees each month. That's pretty genius, honestly. Mm-hmm. Did you know too that with McDonald's you can't just like start a McDonald's? You have to go to um, I think it's called the Mc University or McDonald's University. Mm. It's basically like a two-year associates program. Wow! And you have to. I think it's you have to pay for the program, and then to start the franchise, you have to have. You have to like pay McDonald's two million dollars to start it, wow. but it is so locked in and dialed in that like you could do that and immediately start making your money back. Oh yeah, um, if you've got the right location, yeah, and you've got good employees, I'll tell you, I'm mm-hmm. I always McDonald's brag. doesn't have those. <laughs> <laughs> I always brag on the Belmont McDonald's because um, a friend of mine is like one of the district managers now, but mm-hmm. they always have a hundred rating, which is just unheard of in yeah. fast food and they're always very quick i've kind of gotten spoiled by them because all the other ones mm-hmm. not yeah, that I was, experience when we moved to our house in rockwell we didn't go to that mcdonald's for like six months because mm. there's one review on it that like said these people are horrible and i specifically asked for no onions on my burger and like there was just like a scoop like a like scoop <laughs> on scoop of onions on my burger and like you know, they were just being. Yeah, I bet it was a jerk. the person who's taking the drive-through order. They're like, I know who this is. I hate them. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, you're about to find out how much you don't like onions. Yeah. <laughs> um, this should not be a surprise, but maybe it is to some people. Almost all millionaires built their fortune through real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I know so many people that have bought four or five homes over the last 12, 13, 14 years. Yeah continually making money on each of them and they're in homes now that they would have never been able to afford mm-hmm. otherwise had they not had the equity <laughs> yeah i mean there, there's a few more some of these aren't uh the best let's do a search of um like crazy north carolina laws or something real estate um, laws yeah I when I was doing pre-licensing, I don't know if oh, this was just general throughout all pre-licensing or if my teacher just threw it in. It's like a little bonus nugget. Um, mm-hmm. But apparently, the um, NAR was <laughs> formed because back in um, like the early 1900s, um, back when people were still like settling and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, especially out west and everything um these like agents who weren't licensed or anything like that um basically they were uh early scam artists con artists and so what they would do is they would draw basically a plat or something Mm -hmm. and um sell that plat and like they would um forge the deed and everything so a lot of people who um, thought they were buying land or buying houses ended up having no true ownership of it. Hmm. And um, 
I've heard that too. Mm-hmm. And I so think it was even it. before the 1900s yeah. too, some. Mm-hmm. But when people they just like it, taking money and being like, yeah, here's your land and yeah. just leave. Uh huh. But yeah, so they started that um, because they are, there needed to be a code of ethics. Um, yeah. Which ironically, there's been some news with the NAR lately and some of the upper people. Have you heard that, seen that, read that? Maybe. Oh, what, man. What was it? We'll talk about some of it off the thing, baby. Some of the top people in the NAR have gotten in some trouble for some unethical things. So, yeah, it's interesting. Hey, but I did find some strange North Carolina laws that will have you scratching your head, it says. All right. In the state of North Carolina, it is illegal to serve alcohol during a game of bingo. I've never heard that, and I'm almost positive there's places at Myrtle... Oh, well, that's South Carolina. I was mm-hmm. about to say at Myrtle Beach, you can play bingo and drink. I yeah. know there's places. Mm-hmm. Um, but it says it's illegal to serve alcohol during a game of bingo in North Carolina. Those, uh, those old not... people were getting too frisky playing bingo. <laughs> getting a little too wild. <laughs> they needed to correct that. Yeah. <laughs> bingo! Martha, you're drunk. You've said this four times. We've got to create some laws here. You don't have bingo. <laughs> These aren't even like real estate laws. What you have but... is alcohol poisoning. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, man. I need a B7. You need AA meetings, ma'am. <laughs> now. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. This is interesting. And you know somebody had to do this and it had to cause a problem for this to be a law. Elephants may not be used to plow cotton fields in the state of North Carolina. Well, that's good to know. You can't use the elephants. If you're using an elephant to plow a cotton field anyway, would it not just be like destroying the crops? <laughs> like, how would you? Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. Maybe that's what they were doing at the end of the harvest, just trampling everything over. Maybe so. Maybe it's part of the process. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you know, somebody had to try it. Mm-hmm. All right. So this now, is. Now, what about uh, like tobacco fields? Can you use an elephant? That's a good question. Is that a loophole in the system? Yeah, is it just cotton fields? Can you own an elephant in North Carolina? Like, if I just had an elephant in my backyard, if I had an enclosure, is that legal? It's probably against your uh, CCRs. I don't know if I have any. I don't. Have, <laughs> we, we don't have an HOA. Um, we there probably are some CCRs from like a long time ago. Nobody pays attention to. Yeah. Um, well, I want an elephant now. Come on. Yeah, just don't. Just be careful. Don't plow your fields with it in north carolina you can't rollerblade on any highway i know that's disappointing i know Mm. you talked about trying it this weekend yeah um it goes my weekend plans come on i know it's a wildly popular form of transportation to rollerblade on the highway but you Mm -hmm. unfortunately you can't do that in north carolina yeah that that sucks i mean just (laughs) last week i've I hitched a ride on the back of a car. Oh, hold on. That's specifically <laughs> in Southern Shores, North Carolina. So oh, okay. any of you listeners in oh, Southern okay. Shores, yeah. if you're the reason they made that law, email the Realty Chronicles at gmail.com. Yeah. We want to hear about it. And if anyone wants to go rollerblading <laughs> on I-85 later, let me know. <clears throat> yeah. I'll be there. Yeah, because now, I mean, <laughs> I was wrong. I guess you can do that because yeah. that was just Southern Shores, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the state troopers will not have any problem with you doing that. No, not at all. I'm going to say just a disclaimer. Don't go rollerblading <laughs> on the highway yeah. just so we don't get sued. I will sued. not be there. You I don't want to be sued again for this yeah. podcast again. <laughs> um, and I, I'm going to say this wrong. Zeb, Zebulon, Zebulon, North Carolina. It's illegal to walk on top of the city water tank. 
What? Like, are they talking about like the big water tower? Yeah. Kevin! Kevin! Like, can you climb it? Get you down. Just, they're like, you can climb it, you just can't walk on it. The yeah. law says. <laughs> it says the law says that it's illegal to walk on top of it. Um, and kilt. Again. <laughs> Thank you. You're trying to end it so bad. <laughs> At least yeah, I can yeah. drink some of my boba tea things. I thought I pushed it far enough back. I guess not. Let's. We keep talking too much. <laughs> um, we'll we're say these last few. We're in this, still only in at this. thirty minutes, thirty-five. Oh. So, run ain't bad. Mm-hmm. Kill Devil Hills, North Carolina. It is illegal to ride your bike without using both hands. Hmm. Yeah, I, I used to do that as a kid all the time. I'd ride with no hands, so I'm glad. Mm-hmm. It's it's it was legal yeah. <laughs> in Belmont, fortunately, <laughs> or my childhood would have been different. Yeah. Um, in Dunn, North Carolina, it's illegal to throw rocks in a city street. How many times does that have to happen before somebody's like, we we need to make this a law? Yeah. And I, feel I like, still feel like you could you could throw a rock into somebody's like in the street here and hit somebody, and you're going to jail. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't think there has to be a specific law. <laughs> But it just says it's illegal to throw rocks in a city street. All right, and then finally undone North Carolina. Same place. This might be the same person that calls this law. <laughs> it's illegal to drive on sidewalks. So you can't throw rocks in the street, and it's illegal to drive on sidewalks. I feel like that's a law everywhere. Who? What are y'all doing in Dunn, North yeah, Carolina? I guarantee you, anywhere you go... In North Carolina and anywhere else in the United States, it's illegal to yeah. drive on the sidewalk. Show me the law officer where it says I can't drive on this sidewalk. I know in Dunn, North Carolina, it's not allowed, but here it should be allowed. Here in Kannapolis, I should have a right. Oh, uh, you know what grinds my gears? Hmm. Um, I had a closing yesterday, and it's not... It, like, it's been recorded. It recorded, like, an hour after it closed. And it's still not marked closed in MLS. It's still showing under contract. Mm-hmm. That bugs me. I don't know why. Like, I, yeah. if on the list side, when I see that one of my listings has closed, once I have my paperwork for my brokerage that's required, the final Alton, whatever, I immediately go close it in MLS. Yeah. But that's just me, I guess. Jamie? Look us up a video of uh, somebody closing on MLS. <laughs> Isn't that the guy's name on Joe Rogan or no? I don't listen uh, to Joe Rogan like y'all do. I think so. I don't and he always like, Jamie, look up that video of somebody, you know, parking a golf cart on a banana or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I love that. I'm actually going to start doing that in our clips that we put out. Like all those <laughs> stories um, for the Simpsons house, I'm going to put a picture of that up oh, yeah. in the clip. I've been meaning to do it. I'm so bad about creating like good stuff. <laughs> Was that Kimberly? Kimberly's going to be here soon. Uh, she just parked Yeah, two minutes ago. So if you missed her, if you're listening to this at some point, I don't, I'm not sure when we might air this or use it, but uh, yeah, we were waiting on Kimberly and we thought we'd go over some just some fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we'll we'll do our regular podcast. It has indeed been fun. It's been something. Mm-hmm. It's been something like that. It's been. It's. It's we, been. We did it. We did it. <laughs> and now it's over. 
Is that her? <laughs> She's probably here now. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Realty Chronicles podcast. We had so much fun recording this episode, so if you liked it too, please leave us a five-star review and share it with a friend. If you want early access to highlights and clips from this podcast, please follow my Instagram and my TikTok. Instagram is Taylor D. McClure, and TikTok is the Realty Chronicles pod. Thank you so much, and I will see you in the next episode.